Over the last 12 months, Australia has sent more than half a billion dollars of military aid to Ukraine. That's along with humanitarian assistance and sending troops to the UK to train Ukrainian soldiers. But the key question is, what comes next? Don Farrell is the Trade Minister and joins uh, us now. Welcome back to the program, Minister. Great to be with you, uh, Patricia. Today, $33 million has been pledged um, to, to for these uncrewed aerial systems and there's also a raft of sanctions on Russians. What practical difference can this make to the war effort? Um, well, we're um, making sure we do our bit to um, <clears throat> support um, the people of Ukraine in what is a, a terrible, terrible uh, war. Um, we are um, increasing our uh, military assistance um, and uh, we are increasing political pressure on the uh, the Russian uh, the Russian government in line with what all of uh, the other countries in the world that think uh, like us that um, <coughs> um, Putin should uh, should end this war he should uh, leave uh, the Ukraine, and that we should uh, help uh, rebuild the, uh, the 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 Ukraine, uh, and continue to support um, their fight uh, against this uh, brutal regime of uh, of Russia, uh, and restore uh, restore their their uh, uh, integrity, their uh, uh, their ability to run their own affairs in the way that they wish to want to uh, to run them. The nine Fairfax papers are reporting that ASIO dismantled a highly active hive or of Russian spies posing as diplomats in the embassy. The Russian ambassador remains in Canberra. Why shouldn't he be expelled? Oh, look, if you expel um, the Russian ambassador, then you have no, no mechanism of, uh, of communicating uh, our displeasure with the, um, with the decisions that the Russian government uh, are, are taking. Um, uh, these are operational matters, of course, and they're not the sort of matters that we uh, we discuss uh, publicly. Obviously, um, <clears throat> um, there was a report earlier this week by uh, ASIO about these matters. Um, I'm very happy to leave it uh, in the very capable of hands of, uh, of Mr Burgess. Russia and China showcased their deepening ties this week and just a short time ago, China abstained on a UN non-binding resolution calling for Russia to withdraw from Ukraine. Do you share the US's concern that Beijing could provide arms and ammunition to Moscow? Look, we obviously would be um, uh, very concerned if uh, China was to uh, was to do that. Um, the international community is very much behind the people of, uh, of Ukraine. Um, and that's where we want to be, and that's where we uh, we think uh, all other countries uh, should be. Um, the sooner this war ends, then the sooner the terrible things that are going on and afflicting the people of uh, of Ukraine. Um, as soon as that ends, the, the the better, as far as Australia is concerned. We're doing our bit to try and assist um, the people of Ukraine to uh, to defend themselves. Um, we're in very constant contact with the, the uh, Ukraine ambassador to make sure we're up to date with everything that's going on there. Uh, and we'll continue to offer our support for, uh, uh, for the people of Ukraine. Staying with China, officials from Beijing and Australia met yesterday. What did they discuss? 
Uh, well, one of the things they discussed was <clears throat> when I might uh, head up to uh, to uh, to China, and so um, we're continuing to have discussions about that. As you know, a couple of weeks ago, I met with my um, uh, Chinese equivalent, uh, Minister Wang. Uh, he very kindly invited me uh, up to uh, to China to discuss all of the uh, mutual issues uh, but, uh, between us. Um, one of the things he said at that meeting was that the freeze is over and uh, we're moving to a warm spring. I took that as a, a very positive sign. Um, and so <clears throat> when I go to China, um, I want to make sure that um, uh, we've got uh, as much work um, done to make that a successful visit to, uh, to ensure that we get things uh, back to a, a stable uh, relationship. So you said that that meeting was about, you know, having a discussion about that that you going to China. Is it any closer yes. after those discussions? Are you are you getting a date? How close is this likely to happen? Um, look, I don't want to build up uh, expectations uh, too much, uh, Patricia. Obviously, it was a very good sign that the uh, the Chinese minister um, <coughs> uh, invited me uh, to China. Um, I, I've not. Uh, met him uh, before face face to face. In fact, he has never met an Australian uh, trade minister uh, before our discussions um, a couple of weeks ago. So um, we have to take this a little bit at a time. Um, um, obviously, relations uh, had deteriorated over the last few years. Uh, my job is to normalise those relations, um, explain to um, the Chinese uh, why we believe that the trade impediments that affect um, about $20 billion worth of uh, uh, Australian goods uh, should be uh, should be lifted, should be resolved, uh, and that we get back to that normalised uh, trading relationship uh, between our own countries. We, you, we don't... Sorry? No, no, go ahead. Sorry. We don't want to do that in a way that either affects our national interests or our national security, uh, but we do believe that there's a way through this... Um, the Prime Minister and, of course, the Foreign Minister have been working very hard to normalise that uh, relationship. And uh, my job now is to re or build on on the on the good work that uh, both um, Prime Minister Albanese and Foreign Minister Wong have done, um, and to get those trade impediments lifted, so that um, Australian businesses have an opportunity to resume trade in the way that they previously did. And of course, Chinese consumers um, have an opportunity to uh, to get the great food and, and and wine that Australia produces. Yeah, I mean, you've just mentioned trade in detail, but have you gotten any close to actually getting those trade sanctions on timber and wine and beef lifted? Look, there's a, a whole lot of positive um, signs um, in a whole um, range of uh, products. Um, that indicate that um, bit by bit um, uh, these issues are going to be resolved. The problems didn't um, occur overnight. They're not going to be resolved overnight. When you say bit um, by bit, Minister, sorry to interrupt, you're saying have you got an indication that it will be a phased approach on some of those sanctions and do we know which might be put forward first? Well, look. Let's look at some of the things that we uh, that, that that we do know. Um, um, the day after we had our uh, meeting, um, which was a virtual meeting, not a face-to-face -face meeting, 
um, for the first time, um, coal uh, had been imported into uh, into China. And since then, uh, there's been one or two other um, coal shipments that have arrived in China. I was at the um, Geraldton um, <coughs> Lobster uh, factory um, earlier this week, and they told me that for the first time uh, in a number of years, when they submitted uh, uh, an application for an import uh, permit, uh, that that permit was not rejected. So they've taken that as uh, as a very uh, positive sign. Um, the Buller um, uh, Cheese um, Dairy Company um, uh, have started uh, uh, re-exporting uh, some of their terrific uh, dairy products into uh, into into China. The minister himself told me that the ban on um, timber products um, had been uh, had been lifted. So, right across a range of industries, I think there's a there's a positive sign there. Um, we've got to go further. Um, we want all of these uh, impediments uh, removed, and we want to get back to that normalised uh, trading relationship. Uh, that uh, that we had uh, prior to the impl- implementation of these impediments. Minister, many thanks for joining us. Thanks, Patricia. That's the Trade Minister, Don Farrell, and you are listening to ABCRN Breakfast. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.